Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 Welcome to episode 9 of Is This Enough the really brilliant game show that is brilliant and excellent. Any numbers fans in will notice that this means we're only one episode away from an episode 10 spectacular. We hope you'll play along with the rounds at home whilst you listen, and you can send your scores and audience round answers in to isthisenoughpodcasting at gmail.com. Please also follow Is This Enough Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok, and please leave us a like and a review on your chosen podcast app. A little plug for my Edinburgh show at the top here from David. This is David Hoare. Uh, I am going to the Edinburgh Fringe from the 4th of August to the 27th of August. I will be at Hill Street Theatre at 2.30pm in the afternoon. My show is called One Billion Songs, Please. It's a musical comedy show. It's going to be really, really good fun. I hope to see you there. You can buy tickets from the Fringe website. And for now, please enjoy this episode of Is This Enough? Is This Enough? With James O'Donoghue and David Hall. I've got the taste of tzatziki in my mouth. Oh! <laughs> we went to a barbecue and my girlfriend made tzatziki, which is very exciting. Uh, and it means they've had leftover uh, tzatziki. What leftovers have you got in your house at the moment, James? Uh, I've, uh, in keeping with how we started this podcast, I do have quite a lot of pesto. <laughs> oh, Jimmy uh, Pesto. <laughs> old Jimmy Basil Pesto. Um, I had a while where I made my own pesto. Mm. I really liked it. And then my partner said, I don't like this pesto. <laughs> and we were like, like I don't like this pesto. And, like, and I'd made it for like a year. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck me. <laughs> fuck my life, I guess. Did I tell you? Well, my voice went exceedingly high there. Did I tell you? <laughs> Did I tell you that my partner and I, when we moved in, I noticed uh, that the butter lid was still on the butter when we were like, we'd opened the butter, but we'd left the like seal on and just kind of opened it, the little bit of the seal. And I thought my girlfriend liked that and I wasn't going to question it because it's just something minor. So I just left on the thing. And even when it came fully off, we kind of like rest it on top of that. And then one day I went like, have you always done that then? She went, oh, I thought we did it because you did it. Uh, and we moved in with each other in 2017. So that's six years of us <laughs> just not mentioning that we left the the foil seal on the butter for each oh, that's other. The same, that's the same year me and my partner moved in. Mm, mm. Correlation. The thing is with you, though, is you picked one flat and decided, yes. <laughs> Whereas what we've done is shortened our f- 
fucking lives by moving twice. Mm. We would move, but the world is fucked. I would not. I <laughs> would keep. I would keep very much. No, no, in your area, Cove, son. No, I don't think so. I, don't, I think you keep. You stay put. Uh, just to confuse anyone who wants to figure out where David lives, that is the accent of the people that live round in that area. <laughs> All right, mate. How's it going? Well, 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 well. If it ain't All local right, boy David Hall, he's a Bristol born and bred, just like myself. Lovely. Yeah, mate, born within the sound of the Bow Bells. <laughs> Bow standing for Bristol Omnibus Wagon Hut. <laughs> That's good. Oi, oi, I'm Isambar Kingdom Brunel. <laughs> uh, welcome to Bristol, you slag. <laughs> I auditioned for the part of Isambar Kingdom Brunel once. <laughs> How did it go? I didn't get it. Uh, oh, I was on I was on local Bristol TV <laughs> being interviewed and they were like, why do you want this job? And I was like, my bank balance. So I had that thing of like lying in a job interview, but the job interview was also recorded by the British Broadcasting Corporation. <sighs> that sounds awful. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. It was absolutely <laughs> fucking horrible. Did you look like that man who found out when they were interviewing the guy who was being like, they were like, did you know that this uh, sandwich hut sells cocaine as well? And he was like, what? No. No. That's... Really? No. Have you, have you seen that Australian bloke that um, is, I think any, any story that starts with, have you seen that Australian <laughs> bloke? It's always good. There's this Australian geezer. Are you about to start talking about Crocodile Dundee too? Because if so, then yes. Have you seen? There's an Australian man. <laughs> he's uh, got no, a very big the, knife. <laughs> I, and he says, you think this is a knife? Yes, indeed it is. How astute of you. Um, he is this Australian geezer who is interviewed about winning a hundred grand on a scratch card. And then he scratches and there's another hundred grand. And he goes, yeah. I've just won a hundred grand. I've just won a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts crying. Oh, it's good. Oh, it's good TV. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Is This Enough? Do, 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 do. It's the really brilliant game show that is not only brilliant, but it's also excellent. It's the very exciting quiz where we've made up four exciting rounds for each other and neither of us know what the other has prepared. Ooh. Uh, what what's going to happen? Oh, my God. We have no idea. With me, as ever, is comedian, actor, painter and hippo enthusiast, James O'Donoghue. David, get between me and water and you're a dead man. A dead man. <laughs> James, how are you getting on with last week's forfeit having to fight the Dork King? Oh, David, I, I, it, it went wrong. It, I, don't, oh, yeah? I didn't enjoy that look, so I, I beat up that nerd real good, yeah. And he kept throwing his D&D pieces at me and screaming, why are you here? Get out of my spare room, please. This, <laughs> this house is where my kids live. Leave me alone. I do not think he knew about the fight. Um, <laughs> I think we need to start informing people when Who we're going to fight. In, yeah. <laughs> particularly when they're involved in a prize or forfeit for this show. Is this enough? Does this mean we have to do admin for fights now? 
it's look if you're I'm gonna sorry. join the Fight Club, you need to pay the membership so we can pay to do Fight Admin. Okay. Rule one of Fight Club: ample insurance. <laughs> Rule one. Oh, I fucked that quote up. Look, rule one of Fight Club. <laughs> don't talk about Fight Club. Rule one of Fight Club. Do not talk rule about one Fight Club. Is <laughs> rule one clause A stipulates that if you do indeed talk about Fight Club, that is a reason for your membership to be suspended pending investigation. <laughs> the bureau that... will take everything you say into account. Uh, we hope you'll play along with us at home. Please let us know your score via emailing us at isthisenoughpodcasting at gmail.com. And please follow the podcast uh, on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, uh, Is This Enough Pod? Uh, there's even an audience round at the end, which you can take part in. So let's find out if this is enough. By the way, I should say, there's a prize and a forfeit. So if you win, you could win... A Kinder Bueno! <laughs> but if you lose, you will have to win a Kinder Shithole. Oh. Um, no Bueno. <laughs> um, let's get on with the games, James. Let the games begin. Round one. James, round one is called Gen Huel Knowledge. Oh my god, kill me! <laughs> James, do these things contain protein? <laughs> this is for 500 points. A question. Welcome to Gen Huel Knowledge. Have you ever had Huel? No, I've never had Huel. Other uh, protein is available, uh, but go on. I, I have a few times, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> bad every time i go yeah i'll just grab some huel and then i think i love food yeah why would this be better than food no you know what you know what's tried and tested fucking food fucking food is tried and tested i guess that is true (laughs) question number one does nicholas linhurst contain protein he does when i'm done with him (laughs) consensually um, mm. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Lindhurst, he's got quite a proteiny face. <laughs> he's like a trek bar. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with a tracker bar, which is infinitely better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we we've uh, we've fooled ourselves into thinking that things with protein are better. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever had a, a Mars protein bar or a snickers protein bar no. snickers already has protein it's nuts you freaks <laughs> but like they are they are bad they taste bad mm-hmm. they're horrible yeah um and i don't even know if they do all that much for you when you're hitting the gym protein fuel is getting an absolute tanking today from james o'donoghue Sorry you if you fucking... work in the protein industry, but James O'Donoghue is not interested. However, James is correct and gets 500 points. Nicholas Lindhurst Shh. does indeed contain protein. Shh. Question number two on Genhuel knowledge. Does Logan Paul contain protein? He contains... Um... <laughs> Multitudes. <laughs> Multitudes. <laughs> James looks uh... pained in the face at the utterance of Logan it. Paul. Yeah. Was he the 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 suicide yeah. one? 
Yep. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We've really, we really did some damage this century, didn't we? Yeah. Welcome um, to a very existentialist version of Is This Enough? <laughs> welcome to Is This On We? <laughs> uh, uh, I think... I think... He probably contains like loads of... Uh, loads of like artificial protein. Probably con- he probably contains loads of protein powder that he just snorts straight up. I'm sorry, you're wrong. Logan Paul contains protein. Damn. Question number three. Do 90s McNuggets contain protein? McNuggets from the 90s. Legally, no. (laughs) Correct. Do you remember (laughs) that advert? Do you remember that advert? One of the strangest times in UK society where they went, McNuggets now contain 100% chicken. And you were like, "What, what the fuck was going on before? What was happening yeah. before? Why? They tried, yeah. they, they tried to set it off as in like, they're even better now because they contain 100% chicken. And we were like, they should have always contained 100% chicken. That was also a, uh, a time where adverts were wanted to get celebrities to do voiceovers mm. and then couldn't. So they'd find someone who vaguely sounds like them. Yes. Like they, they picked someone with for that one who sounded kind of like Phil Jupiter's. But I don't think Phil Jupiter would have done a McDonald's advert. Sure, yeah. Whereas now, celebrities can't get enough of doing adverts. Every time I see Judy Dench going, Come on, Super 7, save me money. Yeah. I die inside more that is, and more. That is because of a, the way that uh, the film industry and acting as a whole has changed because of Uberization. But enough about that, David. I think... <laughs> Uh, oh no, I already answered that question. Yeah, I'll give you another one. Does Gaviscon contain protein? Uh, I tell you what, Gaviscon doesn't contain Gav, because Gav is gone. <laughs> it doesn't contain scones. <laughs> uh, Gaviscon does not contain protein. Correct! And your final one of the day. For genuine knowledge, James, do my milkshakes contain protein? Not when the boys are done with them. <laughs> oh! Uh, so what's your answer? No. I'm no, sorry, you... James, they do. I am still oh. an omnivore because I'm a bell end. James, at the end of that, you have a whopping 1,500 points. I'm so very proud of you. Congratulations. Over to you, James. Round two. David, this yeah. round is called I want those reports on my desk by tomorrow <laughs> or you're fired. <laughs> no, of course not, David. This round is called Quiz This Enough. Also known as <laughs> Also known as Ah oh, fuck, I can't believe you've done Chris. Which of the famous Chrises was in this film or TV show? Chris Pratt, Pine or Hemsworth? Lovely. So, question one. Mm-hmm. Neighbours. Which of the famous Chrises? Hemsworth. The Hemsworth brothers were both in them because they're Australian. That is indeed. You get one, two points, also known as 12 points. Hooray! <laughs> 12 points, 12 points. Wonder Woman. Which of the Chrises was in Wonder Woman? Oh, so we've got Hemsworth, Pine or Pratt. Yes. It's got to be Pine, because 
the other two are staunch Marvel staples. You are correct. That is 24 points. Oh. Oh. Lovely. The next is Passengers. Which of the Chrises was in the film Passengers? This is uh, about... <laughs> the Shining in Space, allegedly. The Shining in Space, um, apparently a script people fought over for years. Like, it was written 20 years ago. It took that long to make, and then it came out, and audiences went, oh, don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that was indeed Chris Pratt. I know that because my girlfriend watched it and she was like, I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucked. That was indeed Chris Pratt. Uh, Lovely. The worst of the Chrises. Mm. Uh, who was in The Osteopath? Me? Once I can a month? tell by your posture. Thank you. No, I'm sitting up more. Um, oh, have you ever been to an osteopath? I've not. I probably should. You should. I think we've discussed this before. But yeah, it's definitely worth doing just for the... Moment that you realise it's basically a barber's where they're kicking the shit out of you. That's sick. Uh, <laughs> indeed. The Osteopath. Is this a film? Is it, it Chris Spine? Have I seen through your thing? <laughs> it is indeed Chris Spine. You, <laughs> yeah. You've seen right through my ruse. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Who was in... I don't know. Some animated shit where they should have hired a real voice actor. Oh, definitely Chris Pratt, because he's in all the things where they're like, we've got the voice of Mario. We've got the actual voice of Mario, who's been doing it for years, but we'll just get Chris Pratt in because he sells tickets somehow. That was indeed Chris Pratt. <laughs> A real Chris Pratt, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do, yeah. Uh, who was in, uh, I don't know, some animated shit where they hired said Chris correctly. Oh, Hem Hemsworth? No, it was Chris Pine in <laughs> Into the Spider Verse. It's a good, it's a good film. Ah, it's a good film. Lovely. Uh, who was in the worst Taika Waititi movie? Uh oh. Uh, okay, is it? Oh, I Thor. I imagine is that. So it's Hemsworth. So I've not seen it. It was. I've not seen a single Taika Waititi movie, which has really helped me out in not having to go through the heartbreak of seeing what's happened to Taika Waititi. I never got on board with Taika Waititi. So when he suddenly like descended into current Taika Waititi, I'm not like, no, what did you do? I'm like, oh, let's just save I saw some someone, someone described him as the Lin-Manuel Miranda of film. And I thought, that's him dead. <laughs> I, that's I that. discovered a Lin-Manuel Miranda thing I liked. Finally. Oh. I something that I already liked that it turned out Lin Mel Miranda had done, which is Lin Man Moram. Lin Mum. Um Lin Manuel Miranda wrote the uh Let's Do It Bigger Tony intro that uh is the second best thing Neil Patrick Harris ever did. It's two people that I genuinely don't like the things they do. And together, <laughs> like, two wrongs made a right. Like, ah. How I Met Your Mother is a crime against comedy. Everything that Lin-Manuel Miranda does tries too hard. And then together, they did Let's Do It Bigger. And it's one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Um, how I Met Your Mother has... It's a strain of comedy, which is quite big on TikTok, of, ha-ha, these two people are going to have sex, and everyone is happy about that. Yeah, it's just 
And it's like awful. I'm uninterested in obviously, you know, <laughs> wanting to have sex is a key part and well done. But the just like person horny, person has sex. That's not anything. No, it's terrible. And it's either that or every single episode, it's like, do you remember this tradition we've had for 12 years that we're only bringing up this week because this is what the writers wrote this week? And that is every episode is, oh, we've got this tradition that we haven't spoken about until now. And it's just... Oh, we're doing bar fucks where we go and (laughs) fuck a bar. (laughs) I don't think you should be doing that. It's tradition. Oh, no, the bar fucks has gone wrong and now tradition is ruined. Hey, but couldn't we do this? And isn't that fucking a bar? <laughs> it's also the end of the sex pests are cheeky era. Yeah. Um, I lived in a flat in uni yes. where all they would watch was uh, Latter Day South Park, uh, How I Met Your Mother, and Big Bang Theory. Mm. And I fucking wanted to die. <laughs> I don't want to come across as somebody who will defend South Park, but I do like that era of South Park. But the other two can burn in hell for all I care. But I also understand people not liking later South Park or any South Park. That's fine. Uh, I just wanted to be mildly positive about something because so far all we've done is trash Chris's and Huel and sitcoms. I'll tell you what, Chris Pine is coming out really well out of this. Hey, some of those Star Trek movies aren't complete garbage. So, um, is there any more Chris-based questions to go? Yes. Who was in the best Taika Waititi movie? Oh, uh, uh, oh, I mean, is it also Chris Hemsworth? It was Chris Hemsworth (laughs) because he is in the background of Hunt for the Wilder People. He's very, very far away in the background in Australia. But if you close up, get close enough to your screen, you'll see him in the back. Because of his big old bulging butt. Mmm, big butted Chris, that's mm, what they call him. Mm. And finally, who was in the Republican National Convention? <laughs> was it Chris Pratt? It was Chris Pratt, because he's a right-wing fucking dickhead. <laughs> so at the end of that, David, you've won 96 points. <laughs> Hooray! Round three. James, round three is called pastry or masonry. Is this a type of pastry or a type of masonry? Are you a fan of pastry, James? I fucking love me some pastry. Are you a fan of masonry, James? I can't tell you about that outside of the lodge. Hooray! This is for 3,000 points a question. Number one. Are gabions a type of masonry? Or a type of pastry. Gabians. Gabians. Um, I think that's a masonry sounding thing. It certainly is, James. You've got yourself 3,000 points. Hooray! Whoa! (laughs) James, is phyllo a type of pastry or a type of masonry? Yes, it's pastry. That's some crispy, crispy pastry. Oh, very good on the masonry and the pastry. I'm very proud of you, James. James, are secret handshakes a type of pastry or a type of masonry? Oh my god. Yes, it's part of masonry. Correct. Free masonry! (laughs) (sighs) James, 
Question number four. Is French house a type of pastry or masonry? Masonry? Yes, it's masonry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, dear me. (laughs) And James, your final question in pastry or masonry is, I'm not impressed with this pepper spray. A type of masonry or pastry? Impressed with it? What? Uh, pastry? I'm sorry, James. I'm not impressed with this pepper spray. It's a type of masonry. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, that was excellent. That was excellent, David. <laughs> Ah, so at the end of that round, James, you're on 13,500 points and I'm on 96 points. It's all to play for. (laughs) Or is there? Thing is, only I know how I'm scoring the next one. So I could be doing another mean little fuck over. I'm going, it's 12 points again. Could be doing that. Thing is... We don't discuss the point system before any episode, so the stakes are way out of whack because you don't want to turn up week on week going, hey, this is worth 5,000 points. But then you might have set that as a precedent. So then the next week, that's all that there is to play for from the other person and you're, you're giving God numbers. It's a level of hell we've made and I hope you enjoy it at home. Fucking enjoy it or else. All right, uh, over to you. If you don't enjoy this game. With apologies to the sound department, who is myself. Go on, James. (laughs) (laughs) Round four. David, this next round is breathe deeply. Close your eyes. In for four. Hold for four. Out for four. Now name three yellow objects that you can see. Tennis ball. Coat hanger. Um, Origami unicorn. Correct. That is 50 points. (laughs) The next round is called EastEnder My Resignation. David, were these real storylines in the long-running soap opera and actors' job centre, EastEnders? I was legit going to make this around at one point. This is hilarious. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. Synergy. We should do a podcast together. Called, has this been quite... (laughs) Called, is this a plot on EastEnders? We could do it for forever. Uh, Before we crack on with this round, what I want to demonstrate is uh, this is a, a gluggle jug. Yeah. It's designed in a certain way to gluggle as you pour water. So. That's some lovely gluggles right there. That's some lovely gluggles. If you pour it too quickly, it doesn't gluggle, it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I find the same thing happens to me. Oh dear. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, each of these are worth three, four, five points. Or as you might say, 345 points. Lovely stuff. So, David. Mm-hmm. You motherfucker. Yep. 
You awful man. Yeah. Can you tell that James is stalling for time? Um, <laughs> James, the way James stalls you... for time is insult me mercilessly. And I David, am here for it. Is it true that you're history's greatest monster? <laughs> we'll find out after we play East End of My Resignation. I'm history's greatest monster energy drinker. <laughs> and that's why David is currently shitting blood. Allegedly. 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 We're not sponsored by Monster. This is brought to you by Rage Shadow Legends, the energy drink. It's not brought to you by Rage Shadow Legends. This is brought I don't to you want by to get Casper. sued, James. I don't want to get sued. This is brought sued. to you by Casper Mattresses, which you won't see if you drink today's sponsor, Boost Energy Drink. We're not sponsored by anyone. This is all moribund. We, moribund. We I'm just going to say the word moribund. I can edit all of this out. We're sponsored by David Hall's Twitch stream. <laughs> See a man making things out of Lego and he's making jokes and songs. Finally, a sponsor I can stand behind. Um, give me some fucking questions, you moribund fool. Someone's learnt a word. <laughs> he's never called me fool before. Uh, David, is this a real EastEnders storyline? Dirty Den... Dirty from the earth he was buried in. Uh, yeah, well, he, well, mmm, because he died twice because he got shot and he fell into a river and then he got away. They really resputed that motherfucker. Yes, or um, whatever the lady from Michelle What's-Her-Face from The Fast and the Furious. Spoilers for Fast and Furious. There's undead people in that franchise. Have you watched the Fast and Furious franchise, James? I've not, and I know that there was a certain point where it was legitimately... Like pretty pretty decent cinema, and I'm enjoying people telling me that while I see trailers for the next one, which is Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel both doing absolute damage to cinema as an art form. I have an idea that for uh, if we finally get a Patreon sorted out, that one of the Patreon extras we should do is either just a review of each individual Fast and Furious movie. Or potentially even a watch along commentary because oh, I want yeah. to watch all of them with you. Especially Fast and Furious Seven is one of the greatest films I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> I will talk about it until my dying day. It is Because wasn't it like the stakes have spun out of control where the first one it's like they're trying to steal a DVD player and now The ninth one they go into and... space. <laughs> James is covering James's face right now. James is trying to hide from the Fast and the Furious franchise, but you can't. I mean, they were had the dumbest titles for a while, and then they got dumber, and then they got less dumb, and now I think they're dumb again. Um, anyway, what was the question? Did you ask me a question? I got so confused. Dirty, you, you were correct. Dirty Den was dirty from the Earth. He was yeah. buried in. Yes, that was a storyline. <laughs> That's how bad my ADHD is today. <laughs> you were like, did Dirty Den die? And I'm like, we need to watch all of the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. Yeah. Sonya leads a workers' revolt. Oh, Sonya did so much stuff. Um, I'm going to go with yes. Oh, I'm sorry, David. Sonya did not lead a workers' revolt. We have yet to see Red Sonya. <laughs> 
Next question. <laughs> Pegging Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Well, was she... I think she was cheated on rather than she was the one that did the cheating. She was famous for Get Out of My Pub. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure we saw Peggy Mitchell peg somebody. Yeah, you can see it on the DVD, EastEnders, Too Hot for Wolford. <laughs> was this a real EastEnders plotline? <laughs> Mad Max Branning. Was Mad Max Road Warrior where it was just outside the Queen Vic going, these potholes simply won't do. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go with yes. Yes, yes. It was in which he stole a black cab and sprayed himself with chrome paint and drove into the Queen Vic shouting, Witness me! <laughs> Pat Butcher's apron. Was that a real EastEnders plotline? <laughs> I can feel... The way I know I pulled that last round completely out of my ass. I can feel the moment you went, aha! I went I went for the, uh, we're going to slowly boil these frogs so they don't notice that they're being boiled. Uh, it's a top- Drop these frogs into magma! It's a, it's a quality technique. Um, yes, James, Pat Butcher's apron was indeed a plotline in EastEnders. Yes, it was, in which Pat Butcher joined an anarchist collective and started to attack all Union Jack flags she could find before the opening of the 2012 London Olympic Games. <laughs> the ones with the slide. Um, mm. Mm. Isn't Bar Kingdom Brunel's affair with Shirley Carter? <laughs> No, because that would only take place in Bristol. And as we know in EastEnders, the only places that exist in EastEnders are Walford Square and I'm going to Manchester! So, but Bristol doesn't exist. That is correct. However, who designed Walford Station? Mm, the BBC Props Department. <laughs> uh, David, did 9-11 happen in EastEnders? <laughs> <laughs> oh god so i understand this question because i know that there's stuff where they try and incorporate recent news into the thing so like when the world cup was on one year they had like they were incorporating actual scores from the football into the thing so that it would make it seem more relevant and i just want to know whether they acknowledged it because they didn't in friends and they didn't in like a bunch Did they not in friends they didn't acknowledge 9-11 in friends I mean, that's a rock and a hard place either way because, like, they live in New York, yeah, but there's also... What the f- how the fuck would you do Exactly, that yeah, yeah, France? yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... But... Uh, uh, yeah, they must have acknowledged 9-11 and EastEnders. Yes. Yes, it did happen in, in the eastenders verse as well. Uh, Greece! Did Greece happen in EastEnders? It's got... God, God. Greece is... Yes, 100%. No, no. Greece didn't happen in EastEnders. That was Greece. <laughs> David, did Greece happen in EastEnders? <laughs> I just felt my whole blood curl. Very stressed. He's, he looks very stressed. <laughs> yes, 
Yes, Greece does exist in EastEnders, which would mean the entire plotline of the Greek history happened, including <laughs> ancient Hela, the Trojan War, the disastrous premiership of George Papandreou, and me getting tear-gassed in Athens in 2011. Oh. What happened there? Uh, I went on a school trip to Athens uh, around about the time that the uh, ECB uh, wanted to impose a lot of austerity measures. There was a big protest. I think it might have even been a general strike. The police cracked down by tear-gassing everyone. Um, now, I'd had some quite uh, dodgy lamb uh, <laughs> and uh, had to pause the entire group uh, so I could have violent diarrhoea violent diary mm-hmm. in the basement of a corner shop um and i was there for so long that uh i left and my friend said we were going to applaud as you left as a joke but you were in there for so long it's not funny anymore are you okay uh and then uh we got tear gassed uh tear gas being tear gassed uh from the distance we were from the gassing was a bit like having really bad hay fever that just hurts a bit more and you've got loads of ginger in your hands and then you're like ah i'm rubbing my eyes but that's making it worse also if your anus is red raw from the worst case of the shits that anyone has ever had then uh that starts hurting as well it's, and that is how it's not just I an entertainment podcast it's a medical podcast as well yes <laughs> i'm gonna have to change the uh, categories we're in on uh, acast thanks for that james um any more questions about yes <laughs> david us right now is this happening in eastenders <laughs> why why is this the existential episode why do I have to consider stuff and hate stuff today? I thought we were going to have a nice time. Now I've got to think about your anus and whether I exist in the EastEnders universe. Does this in the does same you exist minute, in EastEnders, boy? In the same minute. Uh, yes. Uh, no, we don't exist in uh, EastEnders. I'm kind of glad. Uh, I lived in Leighton between Stratford and Walthamstow mm-hmm. near the Olympic Park, which Wolford uses as a postcode. Uh, it does not exist to us and therefore we do not exist to them. Uh, I look forward to seeing Phil Mitchell subscribing to Was That OK? Our parallel podcast in the <laughs> East Enders of us. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> Phil Mitchell being the first person on TV to unhook his jaw like a python and swallow an entire watermelon whole. I remember it fondly. Yes, of course that happened in the Eastern yeah. Universe. <laughs> Dynamite television. <laughs> David, at the end of that round, you've won. And we're going to turn the game show off now. <laughs> then, sorry, I, I realised that I hadn't added the previous scores. It's all right, I've got it. I'm it's on 2,561 points. Oh! And you're on 13,500 points. Oh! <laughs> Is this enough? James, round five, uh, and I'm kind of terrified to ask it considering the mood we've set with these questions and discussions today, 
But I will ask it. Uh, it's the hot new round that all the kids are talking about. Uh, James, how are you? David, thank you for asking. Uh, I'm all right. Uh, I am currently allergic to uh, the sky and wind. Um, I don't know if you're experiencing this in Bristol. Apparently, uh, down south, we are going through uh, a pollen bomb, (laughs) uh, which is hell. Absolute fucking hell. Uh, I can't get enough sleep uh, because my throat is raw. And on top of that, I've got a cold. So I don't know where I end and the snot begins. That sounds difficult. I have been sneezing a lot. But I basically oh oh no I do like Poor three David. I do like three sneezes and then I'm fine and all the sneezes are quite satisfying. My girlfriend was like, "Do you, do you have hay fever?" And I'm like, "If I do, I don't mind it that much." So I might have the mildest of hay fever. Uh, but no, I don't know about the pollen bomb. So um, yeah, it's bad. Sounds it's bad. Difficult. Uh, basically, in the Victorian era, uh, loads of they decided let's plant trees that like to fuck <laughs> and that has made this country unmanageable um i to the extent where uh i knew people who came over from india uh and then it got to spring and they went what the fuck is going on <laughs> what the fuck is happening one of my favorite things on the internet is the fact that americans will come over here and they'll be like i wasn't expecting it to be this hot in the uk because the heat it's not as uh, higher temperatures as it is over in the USA, and then the and then the <laughs> but it's a very dry heat. It's a very dry heat, and you're like, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's weird over here. We can't really explain anything that's going on most of the time with anything that was we're doing. It was like this used to be like quite a cold Scandinavian esque country. Mm. So we built all our infrastructure for us being cold. Mm. And now it's hot, hot, hot. Yay! Also, also um, boo. boo. <laughs> well, to the extent where when they built the central line, they used clay, <laughs> and uh, clay does not let heat out. Uh, so what they've done under London is made a massive kiln, <sighs> or a massive killing machine, known as the central line. Mm-mm. <laughs> Well, James, I'm really sorry that you've been pollen-bombed, and I'm sorry that you're not feeling so great. So, uh, to make up for that, I'm going to give you 69 points. Oh! (laughs) Uh, Okay. Uh, Over to you, James. Is this enough? What's today, cried Scrooge, calling downward to a boy in Sunday clothes who perhaps had loitered in to look about him. Hey! returned the boy with all his might of wonder. What's today, my fine fellow, said Scrooge. Today, replied the boy. Why is it Christmas? It's Christmas Day, said Scrooge to himself. I haven't missed it. The spirits have done it all in one night. They can do anything they like. Of course they can. Of course they can. Hello, my fine fellow. Hey, returned the boy. Do you know the Poulters on the next street but one at the corner? Scrooge inquired. Ah, yes, 
replied the lad. An intelligent boy, said Scrooge. A remarkable boy. Do you know if they've sold the prize turkey that was hanging in there? Not the little prize turkey, the big one. Not turkey, goose. What? Goose, replied the boy. Uh, fine, get me the goose from the poulters. New one, goose? Yes, replied Scrooge. Go fuck a goose. Hey, you fuck a goose. And do you know, Scrooge did. And they all had soggy cum goose. Good night and Merry Christmas. Or as I, Charles Dickens, say, Merry Bob Iger. Round six. David, David, David. No, 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 no. How are you? I am doing okay. I'm doing all right. Oh. I, uh, as an ADHD person, I find new ways to organize my life every three or four weeks because I find a new way to organize my life. It seems exciting, and then I get bored of it, and then I try and find a new way of organizing my life. And this week I have developed flow charts for my life but it's to stop the decision making because i get um what's the word i've displaced the word in my brain which is uh ironic because it's um like object permanence do you know about object permanence yeah yeah it's my favorite thing to say to people so it's like uh and disassociation so it's like i forget that things exist and i forget stuff very easily because my brain just kind of doesn't hold on to it um so i have that with like tasks i need to do where i know need know i need to do something but i can never remember what it is so half my google drive that is nearly taken up with like 200 gigs worth of stuff is just to-do lists and systems i've made up and i've decided just to eradicate all of that and make like a flow chart of like can you do this? If not, then do this. And if not that, then do this. And it just means that it kind of makes me not have to try and over plan all the time, but just follow that as a pattern. And I'm trying to eliminate decision fatigue. And that... Look at this Eisenhower Matrix motherfucker. (laughs) Is going okay. It's also led me to stop uh, kind of uh, spending time trying to find what to watch when I relax, which really eats into the relaxation time. When you're just trying to find something to watch. And as a result, I rewatched The Last Dance this week for about the seventh time. Have you watched The Last Dance? I've never seen The Last Dance, David, because I've never seen the first dance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you like watching people smoke cigars, then you'll love... I love that! (laughs) The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan uh, 1990s Chicago Bulls documentary. It's a really good documentary about... uh, what it takes to become the best uh, sports team uh, in the world, basically. And it's really, really interesting because there's stuff in it that is basically just like pure, just like attrition and strength and physical attributes. And then there's a bunch of it that's all about like mental capacity and how to overcome stuff. And that's the stuff that's really, really interesting to me. It's really, really interesting to watch, especially as it was like, it's it's way more interesting story than I thought it was. Basically in the 90s, Michael Jordan helped lead uh, the Chicago Bulls twice to uh, three, it was like, they call it a three-peat, which is when they win three championships back to back. 
So three years in a row, they won the world championships and then they did it again within the same decade. And that in itself sounds like quite a feat, but then there's like murder and treachery and all sorts of other things involved with it. And it's crazy. So, ooh. And yeah, I've been doing that and I've been working on my Edinburgh show because it's nearly fucking August. Ah! It's nearly Edinburgh time. That's the sound of my butthole closing. Ah! Have you found an ending for it yet, David? <laughs> nope. Uh, so last year I wrote the ending to my show on August the 1st and then flew up on August the 4th. This year... And, uh, threw, and threw up on August. <laughs> 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 threw up an ending of a show and it worked. Uh, no, it's going okay. I've decided to split my show up into 10-minute chunks and then just go take them to open mic nights and new material nights and just try and tighten up all the 10 minutes individually just so that it's good. Ah. Because there's parts of it that I know are f- the material is quite funny, but I say it on stage and I get a bit confused by it and I bumble my words. And it really ruins the momentum. So it's like, if I can try and tighten up those bits, uh, then yeah. But please buy tickets to my show. They're on sale now. Uh, uh, One billion songs, please. It's the fifth listed show on the Edinburgh website. So if you just go on the Edinburgh website and click shows, I'll come up fifth. And David, where the fuck is it happening in Edinburgh? In Edinburgh, in Newtown. It's the future. It's at 2.30 at the Hill Street Theatre. Mm. Oh, hopefully he won't have a case of the Hill Street Blues. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I really hope so, too. Uh, so, yeah, that's how I am. Well, it's good to hear that you're doing well. And because you're doing well, I'm going to take away 60 points. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't need the <laughs> consoling on them. <laughs> <laughs> a new president is set. <laughs> Holy fucking <laughs> shit. I'm genuinely, I've just got all hot. I've just got all hot <laughs> with anger. I, ah. Oh. <laughs> Most podcasts don't make it past 10 episodes, and I can see why this one won't. <laughs> what, um, what the fucking. That's fuck? one of the worst things I've ever done. Um, I feel it's slightly lightheaded. <laughs> That's one of the worst things I've ever done. Second only to um, a friend of mine had just microwaved a lovely home-cooked meal he'd made for himself. We were in the middle of uh, some very long, arduous rehearsals. It was all quite stressful. And he was about to sit down, tuck into a beautiful curry he'd made. And I popped a mint chewing gum into his mouth just before. (laughs) Just to fuck his day up. I always joke about you being an asshole, but I didn't know it to be the truth. <laughs> I was barely listening to that story there because in my head was going, Deception, Disgrace, <laughs> from The Lion King 2. Simba's Pride. Um, okay, well, we'll try and get on with the rest of this game show, but just be full <laughs> of the knowledge that I actually genuinely think slightly less of James now. Round seven. Round seven, 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 seven. Right then. Uh... Round seven is uh, enthusiastically entitled, Can You Name This Song, You Fuck? Uh, I've I've charitably said this is for 10,000 points a question, which I'm now realizing I regret more than most things in my life. James, I'm going to play you uh, three sound snippets, uh, and you have to, from the audio cues, decipher... What is the song title? 
What song is that? There's a great, a great clattering. Would you like to hear it again? Um, then yes, please. Angelic Choir, Fallen fallen Angel. That is the name of an Iron Maiden song, actually. Uh, but no, it's not the song I was oh. going for. It's like a B-side on Brave New World, so. Oh. A- any other guesses? Um, I would say it's a more famous song than that. These are all quite famous songs. Drop Choir. I'll give it to me one more time. Drop beat choir. Drop drum choir. What 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 have you served? What that have you was served of here? Course. Are you having... Stairway to heaven. Stairway. <laughs> two. Uh, heaven. Oh no! <laughs> I feel For the all you rock and roll fans out there. Ooh. Number two. James, which song title is this? Tomorrow. Check. You're right. What song title was that? Would you like to hear okay. it again? Frying. Yeah. Tomorrow. Check. Frying. You're right. Check. You're right. Frying or cooking. <laughs> James is thinking Tomorrow. out loud, which is good. Please think out loud. Check. We both know dead air's a crime. All right. Frying, frying, cook tomorrow, northerner, <laughs> cook tomorrow, check northerner, check northern, from northern Chechnya, <laughs> oh, northern Czechoslovakia, I should say. <laughs> this is a famous Excuse song, me. James. Yes. A famous song. Yes. Frying tomorrow from... Northern Czechoslovakia. Is that your final answer? It's my final answer for everything, David. Oh, okay. Then you're probably not going to do very well in the rest of these quizzes. That was, of course, Friday I'm in love. Oh, fucking... No. Check. You're right. Fry. Tomorrow is a day. Check as in I'm in. And then, yeah, love. Oh, I'm having a stroke. No. This is good retribution for you taking points away from me. Like a bastard. Do, do. For the very first time. <laughs> Being a bastard for the very first time. Right, uh, here is your final one, James. Let's see if you can redeem yourself. I hope you can't. <laughs> Dartmoor. Would you like to hear it again? Yes. Dartmoor. We got hooves, two, yeah. Dartmoor place, hoof to place, <laughs> go to place. You're not far off, actually. <laughs> okay. Walk to location. No. Well, well, how is that nearly? <laughs> Walk to location. This should not be anywhere near a song title. It's not far off. That's all I'm saying. Your your thought process is going well. You do need to change some of the words, but you're thinking. I so would well. hope so. Here you go. Clip clop. 
Dartmoor. To Dartmoor. What's in Dartmoor? <laughs> what is in Dartmoor? <laughs> Computer, bring up Dartmoor. <laughs> You're not Picard. Enhance. Engage. <laughs> James has got their phone out and is now Googling Dartmoor. James, what is this person doing? Bride. Bride to. Dartmoor. Ride to Dartmoor. Ride to. <laughs> visit Dartmoor. Have you been to Dartmoor? Visit Dartmoor.com. <laughs> I don't think I've been to Dartmoor. Uh, dear. I'm on visitdartmoor.com. Here we go. Enjoy Dartmoor. <laughs> Outdoor activities. I can't tell if this is cheating or not, but you were so close. Right, we're riding. To, no. Galloping. No. Trotting. No. You got too specific on the movement. Move. No. Travel. A version of journey. No, okay, you've got less specific. Sojourn. What? What did I say you were close with? Travel. No, before earlier. Uh, walk. Go. Fuck off. <laughs> I really hope there's listeners at home listening to this just pleading with James to get it right. Dartmoor. Walk. Go. Travel. <laughs> Would you like me yeah, to put yes. you out in misery? Yeah, uh, yes. And then once you've done that, you can tell the audience what we have heard. Oh, I'm asking you to kill me, David. Oh, <laughs> uh, James, uh, that was, of course, the Iron Maiden classic Run to the Hills. Ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> you said walk to the place, and I was like, Ah, oh, no! <laughs> that is a real C plus of an answer. Oh, <laughs> I'm so angry now. I'm really glad. This has been one of the most upsetting episodes of any podcast ever. This is... This isn't enough. This, we've, we've established what is enough, and now it is time to find out what isn't enough. <sighs> okay, well, you really could have pulled up to 30,000 uh, really points away have. from me, and you didn't. I so know. that's fun. And you were close. Several times. Oh, well. Oh. Your own tenacity got the better of you. Uh, James, at the end of that, you're on uh, 13,569 points. Oh. And I'm on 2,501 points. Ooh, so there's all to play for? Right, that's in your hands. Round out. Oh, it's not in my hands, though, is it, David? Because <laughs> I'm going to leave you in someone else's hands. Uh, returning guest from a few episodes ago, it is Paul Review, the uh, psychic medium and legitimate businessman. <laughs> so I'm off. Come on in, Paul. Oh, that's a big coat. 
just setting the scene so that the audience <laughs> can start to imagine what Paul Review looks like. It's a big coat. What happened Hi, to your upper lip, Paul? Uh-oh, he's been in a fight. I'm, I'm adding character. This is world building. <laughs> this is what they teach you at Langley when you join the FBI. <laughs> I'm going to go now. Bye, James. Hi, Paul. How's it going? Paul, you're not supposed to use the goggle joke. <laughs> is that your goggle joke to use, Paul? I don't think it is. Hello, Treacle. <laughs> it's me, Paul Review. Professional psychic medium, professional cockney, and professional legitimate businessman. I am gifted with the third eye, telepathy, and a rather large pair of knuckles. <laughs> In fact, I can tell what you're thinking right now, David. You're thinking, what an interesting and unconventionally handsome man. <laughs> or at least you should be thinking that if you know what's good for you. Mm. Now, David, I've been hearing the voices of the dead quite a lot this week. As well as, admittedly, the voices of the soon-to-be dead. <laughs> no, it is rough out there. Lock the doors. But I have been a busy boy. I've channeled the Queen for old King Charlie. I've channeled Churchill for the Prime Minister. I've even channeled Genghis Khan for Lee Anderson MP. He said, oh, he was a bit much. I said, I know Genghis. No, 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 we, we don't joke about politics. Do you know the thing that I've heard this week that's really stuck with me the most? What's that, Paul? It's, oh, God, no, Paul, no, I've got kids. <laughs> oh, Jimmy Tightfist shouldn't have gone to the Rosers. Now, uh, because I've been in contact with the other side so much this week, uh, oh, there's a certain psychic gateway that remains open, meaning that I am freely channeling any spirit that wants to make contact. I was wondering if you could help me out, as it were. You scratch my back, I don't break your fingers. That's sort of deal. <laughs> now, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to let the spirits talk through me, and you're going to see if you can deduce who they are. So sit tight, relax. Are you nervous? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm like, always nervous, yes. I make a lot of people nervous. <laughs> make a lot of people feel nerves, yeah. Make a lot of people feel cold iron as well. You <laughs> play nicely, boy. This will all be over the same. So welcome as we play Paul Reviews Poltergeist. <laughs> I'm excited, Paul. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Oh, David, I'm nervous as well. Because <laughs> this character does a number on your throat. <laughs> ah, lovely water. Now, let's join hands and open the psychic gateway big enough to fit your mum through it. <laughs> no, no, you shouldn't joke about someone's mother. <laughs> Who wants to communicate? Um, well, of course, I'll know. 
the one thing that no one really understands is it was just talking nonsense, utter nonsense, <laughs> really. Uh, all the lyrics and things like that, they were just me sat on the toilet, high off my nut. <laughs> Who was that, Davy? <laughs> it was my kindred, David, uh, and uh, musician, nay, actor, nay, internet enthusiast, David Bowie. David, was that you? It was indeed, Paul. Thanks very much for letting me come out to the other side. Uh, before I go, I just want to say that uh, uh, Kanye's had nothing wrong. Oh, no, David! <laughs> Seems we got the thin white duke era of David Bowie when he was experimenting with being a neo-Nazi. <laughs> oh, dear me. I can feel that next spirit coming along. Before the next spirit comes along, how many points is this for? Point oh, David, 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 David. Sorry to interrupt the, the magic and the medium. You will be sorry in a second, son. This is 800 points each. Ooh. Oh, indeed, David. Eh. Eh. Sorry, I'm just inputting the points there. On the <laughs> Thanks, uh, Thanks a lot of energy to do that. It's good say. to maintain a menace and a high level of admin. I mean, I'll be honest, I usually get the missus to keep the numbers for me. Problem with that is, of course, she's dead. <laughs> Won't be a problem for any other relationship, but because I'm a psychic medium, I don't hear the end of it. No, seriously, Shirley, it is good to see you again. <laughs> Can the next spirit make themselves known? Fuckers, Henry Kissinger still alive. <laughs> Who on earth was that, Davy boy? You asked me that with your pretty pink lips. <laughs> uh, thank you for noticing. I've made my lips extra pretty today. Uh, by not that shaving. Moisturizes working wonders. Yeah, thank you. Before each episode, I moisturize my face. Um, I'm going to say that was Tricky Dicky Ricky Nixon. Well, was that you, Richard Millhouse Nixon? <laughs> it was indeed, and I just want to say, I love you, baby. <laughs> well, that's an odd thing for a former president to say, wasn't it? <laughs> Almost as if the voice actor doing this bit was going to say something, realised it was slightly derivative of Futurama and decided to change tack halfway through saying it. Who's to say? <laughs> Who's there? Who's there to speak to David Hoare? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they ruined me in the edit, darling. It's meant to go to be or not to be. That is a question. Uh, so is, where are my shoes? Do we have any hobnobs in? And how many wanks is too many wanks on a family holiday? <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Who was that? Oh, I just channeled. Uh, oh, uh, was that the William Shakespeare? 
Was that thee, William Shakespeare? That is the question, right? <laughs> was that you, William? It was indeed, darling, and uh, I, I just want to come to say, um, uh, sweetheart, that um, lots of people are saying that uh, succession is like the new Shakespeare. Uh, however, what I would say is no, it's not. Uh, because uh, I wrote mainly about kings and duchesses and, and people like that. And that's about businessmen, so it's not like me at all. Mm. Uh, no one is wearing britches, for instance, uh, so it's <laughs> not like not like my work at all. Uh, I don't believe I ever wrote the word um, fuck. Well, I alluded to the word fuck and cunt as well. I know we should be saying that on the <laughs> podcast. However, it's just... Good to say that, you know, there are allusions to that word in my mm. work. Sure. Mm. <laughs> also, I just wanted to say that if I were making art today, it would be miming along to comedy sketches on TikTok. <laughs> Goodbye! Bye, William. Oh, blimey. Well, well, well. I'll tell you what, the other day... I went into uh, one of his local pubs he used to frequent. They said, you've not seen William Shakespeare, have you? I said, no. And they said, good, he's bad. <laughs> oh, no. Made my feel, myself feel slightly sick with that one. It's pretty good. Who's there? <laughs> oh, sorry, it's a postie. I've just got to go. <laughs> We're getting a message. We're getting a message. We're getting a... Well, I, for one, enjoy the jokes on the open mic circuit about Philip Schofield. <laughs> Who said that? Blimey. Oh, uh, uh, oh, um, I can't tell if it's a dead paedophile oh, oh he's a oh well or a dead edgy comic is it i and i don't really want to probe that venn diagram so let's go with bernard manning was that you bernard manning no it wasn't it's me alistair crowley <laughs> and called the wickedest man in britain Hence me enjoying the most hack shit people could do right now. Such as joking about, I don't know, someone that's been done for nonce-adjacent activity with no regard for victim. Mm. Mm. Well, I guess that just goes to show. Shut the fuck up. Well then. <laughs> well then. Feel free to edit that one out. <laughs> and finally, one last one. Oh, this one's a dark energy. <laughs> this one is particularly evil indeed. Oh dear. Good. The plan proceeds apace. Today, the podcasting charts. Tomorrow, I will destabilise another region of the globe. This is only the beginning. I will prepare. I will grow stronger. 
And when the time is right, I will emerge and take my rightful place as the supreme power of the universe. Uh, wow, that was powerful. Um, Blimey. Is that another one of my Dave adjacent friends? Bobby Davros. <laughs> I don't know that that was Bobby Davros. Was it Davros? Was it Davros? Was it Davros? David, unfortunately, that wasn't Davros. I can't give you that point. That was, of course, Alistair Campbell. <laughs> so, David, at the end of that round, you find yourself... Very uh, astute with the uh, admin. At the end of that round, you are on 5,306. Ooh. And that Ponce James, he's only on farness than that. He's not, he's won by an astronomical amount. Has he? Oh, blimey. Well, thank you very much for uh, summoning the dead for us today. Well, David, as the as they say on the other side, mm-hmm. Bob Iger <laughs> is our conduit, and soon the dark satanic empire of Disney PLC will ring forth the new age of Satan himself. So enjoy that. I'm off. Then the bookies. It's lovely to see you. I've got to ask some questions about some dead horses that (laughs) were word. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Gapal. Oh, hi, James. I, uh, uh, my throat hurts for unrelated reasons. (laughs) We've got tear gassed again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. James, at the end of all of that, you have won by over 7,000 points. It was an absolute runaway. So you get yourself a Kinder Bueno. And I get myself a Kinder Shithole. Oh, no. (laughs) Which sounds like what you were in uh, in Greece. Oh. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast today if you enjoy what you're here please make sure you give this podcast a like on whichever um, podcasting app you're listening to us on if you can give us a review as well please do we'd love to hear from you make sure it's fucking well positive please follow us at is this enough pod on facebook instagram uh, twitter and tiktok and please send in your scores and your answers to the audience round to is this enough podcasting at gmail.com James, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Is That James O on Insta and Twitter, uh, and you can find me on Let the James Begin on TikTok. Mm. I am on the internet in most places as David Hoare, LOL, on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, and Twitch. I stream Mondays to Fridays from 10.30 a.m. You can also find me on YouTube, and you can find my albums on music streaming platforms under the name David Hoare. Unless you'd like to listen to my instrumental albums and they're under branching audio. Uh, James, do you have an audience round as well as the answers to last week's audience round? Audience Audience round. round. I do indeed have an audience round. So last week, 
I uh, we had a game of tr shameful true or false, um, in which I asked true or false. I have been accosted by the police for public urination. It was, of course, false. You will never catch me. I'm too slippery. <laughs> um, although the other week I did go for a cheeky public wee and then fell over and twisted both my ankles. Oh! And fell. We in call my that own an wee. O'Donoghue. <laughs> Oh yeah, slam dunk in the piss. Uh, this week is a game of what can be found in my kitchen. <laughs> what can be found in my kitchen? 20 flat cardboard boxes, one egg, a mop that nobody loves, or your uncle that you thought went missing. What can be found in my kitchen? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, thank you, everyone. He's not, he's not dead. He's just... He, he's handy washing dishes. <laughs> he's on pot he's, wash at James. He's on pot wash. He, he, Keep he it sick light. Of your, sick of Keep your arm. Keep it light. He's fine. He's absolutely Keep fine. Keep it light. For God's sakes, keep it light. Um, okay, well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Is This Enough? James, do you think this was enough? David, I think, in certain respects, it was almost too much. <laughs> uh, same. Uh, it's Bob Iger from me. And it's Bob Iger from Ronnie Barker. Bob Iger! <laughs> Bob Iger! <laughs> David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live, they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney. Also, you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube, starting with mini-episode 4.